Hey y'all, this is Abraham, one half of the Ocean 8 podcast, and I just want to let you know we outside this summer, so that means return to sporting events, concerts, and the like. Lockdown hasn't been easy on the pockets, so ticket prices aren't looking too fun, I feel you on that. But, Megaseats.com offers a solution. Megaseats.com is a third-party reseller. They stand tall on these two things. Zero service fees and free shipping, 100% guarantee. But if that isn't enough, and, and this is the fun part, SSAW has partnered with them to provide you a 10% discount when you enter SSAW Network at checkout. Did you hear me? 10% off on top of zero service fees? Man, you're going to catch me outside this summer for sure. Head over to megaseats.com. Use the code SSAW Network and plan your next outing. We outside this summer, baby. Welcome to a kind of special edition. We'll call this, uh, this is the end of the year edition, y'all, of volume two. This is the final chapter of volume two of the Osa and Abe podcast presented to you by SSAW. As always, I'm joined here with my guy, the Abe and Osa and Abe. And, and you know, he's still, I mean, Abe's still out there on the East Coast. He's coming back home soon. All the next right, episode right, we record. Right, next episode right. we record, he'll be back home where he belongs. Oh, Jesus. But we are joined by our resident sports bookie guru, a.k.a. the man with all the takes that make you bake, Mr. Watson, a.k.a. Baba Funke. What's good, bro? What's, what's good, you guys? Thank, I'm happy to join you guys. Always. You an OG. Come on now. OG, triple OG. Yo, folks, the streets love you. And I think people's pockets do too. They do, That's they do. True. That's true. So, so with, with the time we have left, and I know we, it's been quite the year for us, right? It's been quite the year, I feel like, for everybody. But it really has been a year for us. But I've appreciated it. Truth be told, y'all, Christmas is coming gone already. It feels like the Omicron Decepticon variant is running wild, or as Black Twitter has deemed it, the Omarion variant out here touching everybody. And here we are at the close of another year. And I'll say this, I'm not going to make this long because we, we're going to get to business and we could probably revisit this later. But y'all, as crazy as this year was, I think for, especially for doing this with y'all two gentlemen, this felt like we hit a decent it felt like we had a dope little stride and milestones and mile markers aside this has been this has been you know a, a great I think learning experience along this ride in this journey and like you said last uh last episode Abe 
like stay tuned because 2022 is about to we're we gonna do some things like i said a few episodes ago we're doing it new in 22 um with that being said though y'all let's let's talk about some christmas stuff real quick the the christmas day games in the nba i think i watched all but one okay no i watched through all the way through all but two okay i def wasn't watching that that mavericks game no reason to what man prime time spot stop it uh i i enjoyed watching the celtics game um i enjoyed watching the lakers game no i didn't i'm lying who am i lying to i'm out here lying but most lakers fans not even watching their own games no more it's true no no listen uh, we we are if you are a lakers fan at this in this in this current moment in lakers history and you're watching games from from whistle to whistle there's something wrong with you. You must be a masochist. You're a masochist. So let's look back at, uh, at Christmas real quick. Um, for both of our teams, Abe, I'll start with you. Celtics. We, I know we said this a few weeks ago that we were potentially going to boycott all of our sports teams until the new year. And um, after watching what took place on Christmas, that's a very, very real sentiment that we might have to extend out until the trade deadline, okay? When I was watching, I, I didn't, okay, I watched all the way up to like halfway through the fourth quarter of the Celtics game, and then I KO'd for a nap. Then I woke up and the Bucks won. Abe, what the heck happened? Life. Life happened. The usual. The, the Celtics have been, you know what? Across social media, fellow Celtics fans and I have all felt the same way. At this point, the Celtics can't hurt us no more. They, they can't hurt us. It's been two years of constant up and downs, you know, moments of happiness, and then a lot of moments of disappointment. At this point, look, when they decide to get it together, we'll be all right. But until then, I'm, I'm not going to stress myself over it. I'm not going to stress when they get ready, they can call me and and I'll gladly, you know, and holler and all that, John. I'll, I'll riot. I'll do all this stuff they need of me. But until then, I'm not going to stress. I'm not going to stress. You know, uh, it, it ain't no point. I'm not going into 2022 with, with stress on my mind. No. The Celtics can't hurt me no more. They can't. I absolutely refuse to allow them to hurt me. Um, that being said, what about your Lakers? Let's move on to your Lakers. You, <laughs> Baba Phuket, and also, what about your Lakers? How y'all feeling about them? I'm done with the Lakers right now, um, to be honest with you. I think a trade has to happen. Uh, I believe they already had made a trade with Rondo to Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. To get yeah, Denzel. this morning. This morning for yeah. Don, uh, Denzel Valentine, who's going to be released. Or waived, I'm sorry. Right. So that's, that's Denzel is still in the league? Oh my God. Damn, I'm telling you, listen. <laughs> same thing with guys like Garrett Temple. They're in the same boat to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, this Lakers team needs, um, I, I just don't think Westbrook is the answer there. Hey, AD's not playing with no sense of urgency. I know he's hurt. He'll be out for, for a minute. Um, th- this, I don't know. It's just the, the, to me, it seems the spacing is off. Westbrook's not a, you know, not a shooter. Supposedly, you know, uh, it was basically LeBron's idea to bring Westbrook to LA 
I wasn't really too much of a fan of it from the beginning. Um, but I was happy for him to come back home for Westbrook. But I just didn't like this long term. But, um, yeah, Lakers going to have to make some moves and figure out a way uh, to get somebody in return. Uh, I know there's rumors about – was it um, – was it uh, Simmons coming to the Lakers, which I don't, I don't want it to happen. No, Same. no Ben Simmons. Same. Um, now I've heard, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, which is not bad. He doesn't turn the ball over, you know. I think because in- Indiana's looking for a rebuild now because they put Sabonis in. Sabonis um, and Brogdon are up for sale, y'all. And Miles Turner. And Miles Turner. And Miles Turner's up for sale. So I know Lakers been interested in Miles Turner for for the past several years. So, I mean, so there's going to be some interesting trade talks and rumors for, for the next, you know, uh, several weeks or so. And uh, uh, hopefully Lakers can make a move. But right now, this is not a championship team. I'm being completely honest. Um, And we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's all I have to say with this Laker team. I'm not happy with it. Same. We ain't happy over here with this Laker team. The way they gave up this lead to the Nets was ridiculous in this Christmas Day game. But there was only one one shining spot in the entire game that I that that in the moments where I, I perused through the game, where I said, you know what? That's what I've been waiting to see. And it was LeBron, number one, playing more on the block, and number two, LeBron moving more off the ball. And the Lakers have been doing that since Christmas Day. They've played three games. And each of those three games, that's been the, the offensive model going forward. Ironically, those all games have also been without Frank Vogel at the helm with David Fisdale at the helm. Wink, wink. I think, it, especially with bringing Westbrook over, I thought with LeBron pushing for that move, that LeBron would have taken the initiative to play more off the ball and more on the block. Didn't happen. I don't know if it's because of AD. And I know I said it on uh, via our OSNA Twitter account that the Lakers need to trade Braun. I'm now of the opinion, and you know, y'all can stone me if you want. Lakers need to trade either Braun or AD. Either one of those two can get traded. I'm leaning more heavily towards AD these days. If LeBron can continue to play off the ball, keep the ball out of Russell Westbrook's hands in crunch time. I've watched this man now miss in the past four games, all four of those close games. Two of those games came down literally to the final or second to last possession. And on the last possession, the Lakers had Russ misses a wide open layup and a wide open. Jeez, kid. And a wide open dunk. Y'all also ain't having it. We ain't having it. Get get rid of somebody. But Bron, play on the block. Keep doing that. We like that. Riot also riot. He's riding, And, Bron, keep playing off the ball. Russell Westbrook only works with LeBron if that happens. None of this, none of this, both y'all trying to figure out who's the point guard. I need one of y'all to have a Kyrie and James Harden moment where one looks and says, you the point guard, and live like that, okay? Other than that, though, like like Emmanuel said, trade needs to happen. Two trades need to happen. Um, and the Omarion variant needs to stop messing with everybody. That's all I got to say. Any other, any other um, insights from Christmas Day? Also, I'll say this about the Celtics game, though. Here was, I think, what, what shocked me as well. Two stats. Number one, the fact it was Giannis's first game back after being in, in, in COVID protocols. Um, but secondly, I think it's the first time uh, over the past two seasons, only the second time 
where the Bucks have come back from a deficit of 20 plus 20 points or more at halftime. The other time they did it was that game against uh, the Heat in the bubble. I, Abe, we are both. I, who would have thunk that the two most storied franchises in league history would be in the same bucket, pretty much, going into 2022? Bro, and, and then, you know, after Christmas, that Clippers game, my man Jalen Brown shot 36 times. 36 times. Ain't no business to be shooting 36 times. Those ain't are Kobe no business. Numbers. Those are Kobe numbers. <laughs> yeah, but Kobe would shoot 36 times and drop like 60. Come on now. Jalen Brown ain't even uh, dropped 36. It's crazy. Oh. No, I think he went like 13 of 36. And I'm like, why? Why? Just just no. I don't And I don't he started out. He started out that Christmas Day game, I think like 10 for 10 to, in the first half. Like he couldn't miss and then just disappeared. Yeah, it's been it's been rather disappointing. But like I said, the Celtics cannot hurt me. They will not stress me out in entering 2022. I refuse. I refuse. The Lakers are not gonna hurt us. That's it. That's it, y'all. Lakers and Celtics, y'all cannot hurt us. We're not taking, we're not gonna take it. Um, you know what? No. I'll say this. We ain't gonna take it. I'll say this about Christmas Day. It's the only other insight, and I pleasantly enjoyed this. Uh Kemba had his version of um I told you so, aka Lynn Sanity Part Two, and it came to roost on Christmas Day against the Hawks in Madison Square Garden. Okay, I get it. The Hawks were had their basically C team out there, right? But this man Kemba put up a uh, put up a young triple double out there on Christmas Day in MSG. Like I can't hate after being benched and all of that. I respect it. Tibbs is out there, you know, eating eating his words now at this point, but. Uh, is this just a flash? Y'all think this is a flash in the pan for Kemba, or do you guys think Kemba needs to get more consistent playing time? Flash in the pan because we saw the same thing in uh, in Boston. He had a couple of games where he would be on it, and then he had a, most of the time he was off it. And uh, shout out to Rob Riccio, uh, co-host of Diamond Talk, big Knicks fan, one of the biggest Knicks fans that I know. He said it best: like, "Hey, I'll take it, but I'm not getting my hopes up." He does ball good. Try to keep it up, but if he doesn't, can't be surprised, can't be disappointed. Um, it's just a lot of the teams that we expected really to be on it have not been on it lately. Uh, the only consistent teams is really Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee. I don't even know how Miami's been doing because nobody's been talking about Miami anymore. Remember, Tyler Harrell was dropping 26-plus off the bench, and now it's been crickets. So Miami has quietly been doing their thing quietly. Um, I, I think to go back to your point, which you just said though, what Rob said about the Knicks I, at this point, Knicks, y'all can't hurt us either. Like at the, that's, that might be a Tyler's episode. Like you can't hurt me no more. You're not hurting me in 2022. <laughs> we don't accept it. Lie, lie. We don't accept it. In the name of Jesus, we will not take this in 2022. Okay. So Christmas, y'all, Christmas was Christmas. Hey, let's not forget the NFL had some action on Christmas Day as well. Um, forget Christmas Day. I want to talk about Baba Funke's Ravens versus the best quarterback in the AFC North. That's what I want to talk about. So, uh, Baba Funke, you want to talk about it? Or hey, I talk hey, about hey, it? you, you set it? it up. You set it up, Oh, hey. Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, here we the go. The best quarterback in the AFC North is Joey Burrow. <laughs> here, here we go. Here, here we go. 
Here we go. Here we go. No, hold on, hold on. Before, before you even start, I just want to let's 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 just look at this. The first team in NFL history to have a quarterback throw for what 4K, to have a running back rush for 1K, and to have two wide receivers catch for 1K, and they're all under 25. Look, man. Look, man. And they have the chance to win the AFC North outright in the final two weeks. Look, man, the best quarterback in the AFC North. That Baba Funke, explain, explain. I'll almost say is this. Hey, 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 before he explains it, I just want to rattle some stuff. I'm just going to throw some random things out there, okay? 525 yards. Four TDs. 941 yards. Seven TDs. The 941 yards is Joe Burrow's numbers over two games this season against the Ravens. 525 was this past game against the Ravens in which they won 41 to 20, the fourth highest passing yard per, uh, passing yard performance in NFL history. And I get it. I get folks are going to say, well, the Ravens, you know, COVID. And Josh Johnson didn't have a shabby game either. Like, I'll give Josh Johnson his flowers. 28 for 40. That's a 70, that's 70% passing. 304 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And the man had to, the man got activated in the middle of the week. You don't have time to get the playbook right. You don't have time to do nothing. But to lose that back. Okay. Baba Funke, we've beat up on you enough. You say, say your piece. Say, give the obituary. Listen, I'm going to be really, really honest. Uh, the Ravens were, we're still able to win a division, but I don't see it happening. I do think the Bengals are going to win this division. Uh, we are getting Tyler Huntley back against the Rams, but I don't think it's going to be enough to beat the Rams uh, this weekend. Uh, I wish I was at the Ooh, game in Baltimore. Hell no, hell no. Y'all, y'all get smoked. Cooper hey, Cup up. is 230 up, yards away shut from it breaking up, babe. Megatron's I hate that. record. Don't talk about the Rams. 150 versus you guys. Here versus we go. the eighth-string secondary go. you guys are totally now. Sony Michelle about to rush for 130. LBJ about to get two touchdowns. That's what I need. I, I need I need Vanillatron to set the record. So y'all just a casualty. You know what's gonna happen? Y'all you know you know Watch them watch them all get COVID like the day before the game. Why would you say that? Oh uh, my uh, goodness. Hey, I, I'm gonna say this though. Joe Burrow. He did. He he has been playing good against the Ravens, but those were probably the only two good, uh, great games he had, fantasy wise this year. I, I, I'm just gonna keep it. 100. I mean, those are. I mean, I, 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 mean for, I mean, you throw for 400 yards and 500 yards in, in two separate games. I would expect those to be the two best. You know, he, he, yeah, but that was all. That was all against Baltimore. I mean, it's was, it's just not a surprise. The well, past defense, is, it's not well, a surprise. But those are the only two games that he's. Played well against. But I'll say this. Look, we know Lamar Jackson beats the hell out of Cincinnati, but Burrow is 3-1 against Baltimore. I mean, I guess we found uh, Lamar's kryptonite. We found the Ravens' kryptonite. His name is Joe Burrow. He came from LSU by way of Ohio State, and he is the best quarterback in the AFC North. Just just wait till we're fully healthy next season. It's going to be a different team. Go out in the first game. He still smack that up. Just wait. Just wait. No, don't, no, no. Three, three of our top running backs. 
No Ronnie Stanley. Uh, just, just wait. All right, I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Just, just wait. But anyway, I like. Can I segue to that Packers and and Browns? No, not yet, not yet, not yet. We still got. My man said, no, 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 no. He said, he said, you gonna get this. The reason, the reason that said it's hooker season. The reason that yes, because I actually do want to hear everyone's thoughts on. I want to hear what because again, the the Bengals are in control of their own destiny. However. Here's, I here's the question I ask. One, it's still here's the question I ask. This, this is the question I ask. Are the Chiefs the hottest team or one of the two or three hottest teams in the NFL right now? Uh, yes. I, I have to say, I have to say so, yes. Seven it's in a row. Them. They it's were them. four and four, and folks was like, these dudes ain't going nowhere. They've won seven in a row. Yeah, it would be the hottest teams currently are the Chiefs, the Packers, and honestly, the Dolphins. Yes, the Dolphins are the other one, right? Those three. Of those three, which one is most likely to lose this week? So the Dolphins, Chiefs, and who else? Packers. Packers Packers play the Vikings this week. It's been announced today that Kirk Cousins has tested positive for COVID, so Sean Mannion is going to be the quarterback for the Vikings. But Dalvin Cook is back this week. Uh, the The Dolphins play the Titans. Who are number the Titans are number one in the in the, in their division. Dolphins are going to win though. Titans are slipping. And Chiefs, Bengals. Which one of those three teams is most likely to lose? Are the three hottest we just mentioned? Uh, I, I'm 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 gonna say Dolphins. I'm gonna like lose. I think I think Dolphins gonna lose to the Titans. I mean, I would if they weren't on a seven game winning streak and the Titans have been sliding. They've been slipping and sliding, bro. Although I will say this, I didn't expect the Titans to be where they're at, especially after King Henry went out. Like I thought, oh, this season's a wash. They about to, they out here about to look yeah, like the Steelers. But the AFC they, they, South is weak, dog. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's not weak. Okay. It's just Who undersized. I mean, Houston is is, you know, surprising some they Houston play is hard. still in they the NFL. Hard. They they play hard. They play hard. The Texans play hard, but I mean, they're not they're not seriously a threat to to do anything. As long as you play, as long as you don't underestimate them, you're good. The Jaguars don't even have a head coach anymore. Wait, the Jaguars are? You mean the the AEW Jaguars? That's all they are. Bro. The, yeah, yeah. The Colts. I mean, it's the Colts. They they should have. Colts. The Colts at one point looked like they could make it into the playoffs. When they have King those Henry flash- went down. Yeah, I they, thought they, that they could make a run. Uh, right now, I think the Colts are are top five team right now in the league so, so far. No, no, Jonathan Taylor is top three. Is a top five team. He's a top five team. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor himself. <laughs> the rest of the Colts, I don't know, but Jonathan Taylor, yes. This man, Michael Pittman, got into a fight on Christmas Day. Like, for over what, man? For, come on, bro. Michael Pittman Jr., get it together, bro. Thank I God think I have Taylor for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the team most likely to lose out of those out of those three that we mentioned is the Dolphins. Chiefs are winning, bro. Chiefs, they on a mission. They are on a what I call. But here's the thing: the Bengals, yo, the Bengals have, in my opinion, because I, I look everybody listening from the jump. I said that the Bengals were not there yet. I I said they could probably make wild card. But I give them next season to really be like, all right, we can compete for the division. You know, of course, COVID injury played a role. 
but the Bengals have exceeded my expectation this season. They're coming off a historic game. And and Joe Burrow is petty. That's why I also wanted to say, you know, I'm sorry to get back to the Bengals versus Ravens. But, you know, when Ravens say, hey, he ain't getting no gold jacket, you know, he ain't going to play him. We're not going to double team, triple team, Jamar, whatnot. Joey, is, we've all known him to be petty. He took that personally, and what did they do? They just kept, even when they were up like 20, it was like, no, nah, we still going to get on that. You know, now they're coming against the Chiefs. It's going to be a shootout. It better be a shootout. Because if we're going to get a hot and cold team, look, dog, I have I, I have to temper my expectations next year then. Because you can't just rise to the occasion to get your rivals when they're also depleted. You can't do that. And then fold against one of the AFC favorites. They have to come out killing. They better come out killing. So, but I, I do think that out of the three, the Chiefs have the more likelier chance to lose. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Chiefs lose. Packers win, and Dolphins. Win. I think this is a trap game for the Bengals. You come off of destruction. They, I mean. They shot the Ravens out the air, plucked the feathers, boiled them in hot, hot grease, fried them up real good. Burrow said, forget crawfish. I'm moving on to fried bird. I think, I really do think this is a trap game for the the Bengals. And with all the hype of putting up 500 and something and, you know, there's a possibility of him being able to put up a performance that is one, you know, back-to-back performances that could be the two greatest back-to-back performances, NFL history, whatever. I think this is a trap game for Joe for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I think they take a L. Um, like you said, Abe, their destiny's in their hands. I think this is one of those, hey, welcome to the league. Welcome to the league. Um, growing pains moments. That's what I think it is. Oh man. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. That's all I that's all I can say. But we'll see. Oh man. The the great John Madden passed away, which was wild given that his documentary had just dropped Christmas. So, you know, we pay homage and we uh, remember John Madden for all the great things he was able to do for the game uh, from just being a coach. I know a lot of Raiders fans have a lot of love for him. But being a commentator, you know, all of us have respect for him and we, we don't get Madden without him, you know, especially back in the day when I started playing Madden, I would always, you know, as I grew older, I knew not to follow the Madden suggested plays. But it was always fun to hear Madden say, oh, you know, you should probably go with this against this defense. And I'm like, you know what, Madden? You know better than me. Let me do that. Let me do that. Let me run that HB dive up the middle on third and one while I'm down 20. Let me let me go ahead and do that. I'm, 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 com- I'm completely content with that. But shout out to John Madden. You left a, behind a, a very strong legacy. Uh, healthy age of 85 you know that's a long life given everything he's accomplished first madden i played was madden 96 y'all first he madden old I played y'all was, he old, bro i'm old y'all first madden i played was madden 96 um and i you know like ape said you don't follow the suggested plays but john madden that iconic voice raider fans gave that man gave y'all gave y'all gave y'all hope for a, but he framed a whole generation, not just of gamers, um, but also I think of athletes. When if you if you haven't had a chance, y'all go watch the the All Madden documentary. I think it's available on Peacock right now. But actually, I'll, truth be told, I forgot. I 
flat out forgot John Madden was still alive until they dropped that documentary. And then he passed a week afterward. When you listen to some of the players on that documentary speak, the younger ones, like we're talking the dudes who are, you know, late 20s and younger in the league. These are all guys who grew up and, and a lot of their football imagination was framed by the Madden video game franchise. So what John Madden contributed to the culture, I mean, the Madden, the Madden cover curse, right? What he contributed to the culture um, is something that is irreplaceable. Um, his, his, like I said, that voice, iconic, his energy, contagious, and it's just joy for football. I don't think I've I ever, not just in the game, but also in watching him and Pat Summerall do what they do, uh, commentating and uh, for, for, for games. I don't think I ever heard John Madden angry. Like I've always heard him excited or just breaking stuff, but I don't think I ever heard John Madden angry. Says a lot about the man. For me, for for John Madden, uh, to me, he was the um, the voice of football. My personal opinion, um, a guy who 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 announced for all all the major networks for for sports. Um, yeah, he he was really he was really the voice of football in terms of broadcasting. I know he was kind of skeptical of of doing that as well, uh, going into broadcasting. But him and Pat Summerall was just. You know that they had that chemistry. I mean, he even had chemistry with um, Al Michaels too, um, in, in terms with that as well. So, um, yeah, Matt Madden, man, he's. I mean, he's 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 a legend, and he's definitely the voice of football, and his legacy is going to carry on. And that Madden franchise, uh, in terms of the video game, is 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 going to continue to go. And um, just all I gotta say is thank you, John Madden, for your legacy. And what you've built for the game of football, and he's definitely the voice of football, uh, my personal opinion. Big facts, big facts. Um, so at this moment, ah, appreciate you, John Madden. Um, we do gotta pay some bills. So we're gonna hit y'all with a quick ad break. Dang. The holiday season is upon us, and my bookie is in the giving spirit. With 12 straight days of giveaways, every day. There's a new exclusive promotion for you to redeem. And the best part is, it's all free when you sign up and make your first deposit with MyBookie. Starting December 21st and ending on January 1st, you can bring in the new year right with giveaways that can help you fill your stocking with cash this season. From odds boost to casino chips to straight up lock, MyBookie's 12 days of giveaway is a can't miss promotion. And that's not all. To get you started, MyBookie is matching all first-time deposits up to 1,000 with my promo code OSAOSAABE. That's double your funds to double your winnings and get in on all the best action at MyBookie. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using promo code. Osa, Abe, head to my bookie, place your bets, and get in on the best 12 days of the year today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, y'all. Thank you 
thank you for rocking with us. Um, but what would be an ep- episode of Osa and Abe, a classic episode of Osa and Abe, if it did not include a visit to a very special place? Y'all know what time it is. I hope you have your pens, pencils, your notes app, whatever it is. If you got your, your lines ready, we're going to step into Mr. Watson's neighborhood. Hopefully he makes y'all some chips or some Bitcoin. Take it away, bro. So to today is the uh, college football playoffs, you guys. And the Cotton Bowl, we have Cincinnati versus Alabama. Alabama's a 13.5-point favorite. Uh, I, I like Cincinnati to cover at 13.5. Uh, I think Bryce Young, he's going to score a game-winning touchdown uh, running, running the football into the end zone. Almost kind of almost like a Vince Young type thing, um, possibly. You know, you never know. Uh, but I got Alabama winning close. But um, yeah, because I, I think Cincinnati definitely is going to cover. Now for the Orange Bowl, Georgia at minus their favorite at minus six and a half against Michigan. This game's at four thirty uh, p.m. Pacific time, seven thirty uh, Eastern. Give me, give me Michigan plus seven and a half. Not only to, not only to for them to cover, but for Michigan to win outright. I think Michigan beats Georgia. I'm not that high on Stinson Bennett. I don't think Stinson Bennett is a type of quarterback that could take over games. I think they're going to put pressure on him. So give me Michigan to win and to outright, uh, and to, to win outright and definitely to cover. Now tomorrow we have the Outback Bowl at 9 o'clock uh, a.m. Uh, West Coast time, 12 noon on the East Coast. Penn State versus Arkansas. Arkansas is a two-and-a-half point favorite. Give me Arkansas minus two and a half uh, to beat Penn State. Citrus Bowl, 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific time, 1 o'clock Eastern. Iowa versus Kentucky. Kentucky uh, minus three. Give me Kentucky um, minus three to cover against Iowa. Now the Fiesta Bowl. I like like this matchup. Oklahoma State, uh, this game will be at 10 o'clock West Coast time, uh, 1 o'clock East Coast. They're playing against Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame is minus two. Uh, I guess this game, their over-under is 45 and a half. Give me Notre Dame minus two. I actually like the over in this game, over 45 and a half. I'm going to throw a little over in that one. Now, the granddaddy of them all. The Rose Bowl. Two o'clock, uh, two o'clock Pacific time. Five o'clock Eastern. Utah against Ohio State. Now, I'm giving you guys my upset special. Ohio State's favorite minus four. Give me, not only am I like Utah plus four, but give me Utah to win outright. I think this team's going to be hungry to face against Ohio State. Give me Utah plus four and to win outright against Ohio State. Now, the Sugar Bowl, Baylor, they play, they play against Ole Miss. Games at 545 uh, Pacific time. 845 in the East Coast. Uh, Ole Miss is favored by one point. Give me Baylor plus one and to win outright. I like Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. Now, one more game. LSU versus K-State for the Texas Bowl. That's on January 4th at 6 o'clock Pacific time, 9 o'clock on the East Coast. Uh, Kansas State's a a three-and-a-half point favorite. Give me Kansas State, minus three and a half. 
against LSU. And those are my picks um, for the bowl games. And uh, I, I'll also, I'll have my pick for the national championship game um, pretty soon within a week, you guys. Now, thank you. Hold up, hold up, hold up. They just let anybody in the bowl games these days, huh? Yeah. LSU, somebody... LSU in a bowl game. Man, they just letting anybody in these bowl games. Wow. Well, so some, some of these teams have to withdraw because of the COVID protocols. Like, right now, Rutgers is playing uh, Wake Forest. Oh, I saw that. Originally, it was supposed to be Texas A&M, but A&M had an outbreak. Why you that? Why you where, where is UCLA? What they doing? Huh? What you UCLA doing? Oh, they got touched. They got touched. I know. I know they got touched. All right. All right. But let's just remember the scoreboard when those two teams played this season. What that mean now? Huh? Y'all playing in the y'all what? playing in the New Year Six Bowl. Y'all playing in the hmm? in the Special Bowl. Y'all y'all was one of them Jones that was like, all right, guys, we gotta feed the homeless out here, so let's get them out the way early December. Don't don't do that. Ain't nothing wrong with feeding the homeless. You, you know, y'all still y'all still. Y'all still worshiping at the altar of Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and look at him whooping the, the hell out of he this. He is Cincinnati. He went back. He went back home. He, he, he said, I did my tour of duty in the South. I'm going back home. Yes. And he, he got us a championship. And I appreciate him because remember, that's how we started off Osa and Abe, too. That's how we started off Osa and Abe. He gave Don't me talk. a great Don't talk about that. He gave me a wonderful presence. Don't bring me back, though. Don't take me back there. Uh, Wow, y'all. This is it. This is it. 2021, y'all. It's a rippity rap, 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 rap. Like I said at the jump, y'all, this has been a, a fun ride. Volume two, we're about to close the chapter on this one. Uh, stay tuned. Volume three started in 2022. It's going down in Chinatown. Um, mm -hmm. Abe, what's good? Look, y'all, y'all know what it is. This is the vibes. This is New Year's Eve. Um, y'all turn up. I'm turning up tonight. Um, about to go to the museum, about to go have fun, about to, you know, drink a little wine, a little, little song song. And uh, we just going because here's the beautiful thing about New Year's Day. It marks the first day of January, obviously. And you know what? January January is the birthday month, baby. January is birthday month. So you already know I'm I'm gonna be on 10. On 20, all January 2022. So, um, happy New Year's to everybody. Happy holidays. And we'll see you soon. Wait, Mr. Watson, isn't your birthday in January as well? No, it's actually in February. February, that's right. Oh, you just celebrate starting in January. That's yeah, what he, it is. He, he starts his celebration early. He starts in January. He, he celebrates his birthday the whole first quarter of the year. Yeah, exactly. so ladies and gentlemen, while he will be back for the next episode to give us his national championship pick, we likely will not see him until two weeks after his birthday. Um, so we'll see him around end of February, early March. Honestly, honestly, Urban Meyer might have a coaching gig before we hear back from Bubba. Hey, I'm, I'm taking a month's vacation in, in, in uh, February, you guys. I'm taking a month's vacation. So we will see him back in March. <laughs> you see? <laughs> 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 you know what I'll, I'll we'll try to message him and be like yo you got a super bowl pick but otherwise he gonna be we'll we'll come back be, and he work. might be hey, he might be at the super bowl and not even care about us right Just, oh he might he might as well he might leave us on red he gonna leave us on red he'll be back <laughs> for baseball season ladies and gentlemen so for all he might be back for spring training he might be back for spring training oh he won't spring training start mm -hmm. well you know what? That's march fair. madness march madness he'll be back for march madness oh, yeah, that's what he'll, he'll be, be back, back for that for yeah, sure for that. if we're not playing in a march madness bubble anyhow y'all 
thanks for uh th- thanks for riding with us um thanks for uh you know we we brought back the neighborhood this year so thanks for for stopping by mr watson's neighborhood with us um y'all stay tuned you know maybe put little, little chips in your pockets like we said before we doing it new in 22 and as always y'all you want to find out all things going down in the ssaw family head on over to tssaw.com or if you want to hit us highlight us directly you can hit us at osa.apodcast.gmail.com and as always where plenty of shenanigans go down twitter hey what's the twitter handle you know you can follow us on twitter at osa underscore abe podcast and i repeat that is osa underscore abe podcast on twitter we interact we love to follow y'all and um also make sure you follow Bala Funke at sports head radio sports yes. Head radio yes indeed yes indeed <laughs> yes sir so y'all know what time it is as always Y'all know what it is. You know the slogan. One thing, two words. Get that in your brain. Oh, mo. For the last time in 2021, but not the last time in 2022. Night, Jack. You might be.